Is there not an entire section on this subject? And no, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, it what have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 21 of Let Me Tell You. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. So Let Me Tell You is my podcast I do every week, uh, just talking about the current events, things that have gone on during the week, trying to look at it from a Christian worldview, um, how we could how we should respond to these things, um, good or bad, whatever, as Christians. So, <clears throat> excuse me, this week uh, could have... I could do a three-hour episode with stuff that has gone down this week. I mean, and literally, the way the news cycle goes, it's like three hours, and we forget about what has just happened. You know, I mean, it's just insane how quickly we lose things out of the news cycle, and then how other things just seem to hang on. So, uh, as I was looking at what I wanted to talk about today and uh, things throughout the week... Um, of course, the first thing that uh, we probably need to talk about is, uh, and this is one of those things that just keeps hanging around in the uh, news, and I, I mentioned before that I thought this was going to fade away and that we really needed to keep this in the news as much as possible, but um, it doesn't seem like it's going to go away anytime soon, and that is the situation with Jeffrey Epstein. Um he is going to make, well, his death is going to make, turn a lot of people like me who have never been conspiracy theorists uh, into some major conspiracy theorists. Because, uh, I mean, it's, it's just, <sighs> to say that there is incompetence in the jail or the prison that he was being held is like the understatement of the, of history, it is and again i'm not of course when it when it first happened uh, the um trump body count and clinton body count and all that stuff was trending i am not willing to say that it was the clintons or that it was trump or it was anybody else i apparently he had dealings with so many people there are any i mean a myriad hundreds potentially of millionaires, billionaires that had the money to do whatever it took to get this man dead in prison. Um, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, obviously the stuff that was going on was horrifying. Um, you know, just pedophile island and, and whatever, Lolita Island, whatever they called it. I don't even know. The airplane was the Lolita Express. I, I don't care. If if what was happening is the evidence and, and so on, the, the stories about what was happening is happening, he just got the death penalty a little sooner than he should have. Uh, don't think it should have went down the way it did. Um, I honestly, I 
do not believe this man killed himself. I just can't. I'm looking at the 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 circumstances surrounding two guards fell asleep for three hours, falsified reports, video equipment, the cameras in his cell happened to just during that time uh, malfunction and there's nobody, it's, there's too much uh, to look at and go, this is the story that we're getting. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I am a guy that, uh, in, in I I want to look at the facts. I want to look at things. And I'm not one to buy into the conspiracy theories. This dude, this situation is seriously looking to make a conspiracy theorist out of me. Um, somebody managed to get to somebody and whether it was allowing him or encouraging him to do what he did to to hang himself from a bed with a sheet <laughs> they trying to fight that yawn for five minutes now amazing how I don't want to have to yawn until I turn on a camera um, either he was encouraged to do what he did or somebody I mean the the recent autopsy uh, reports say that the bones that were broken in his neck can be consistent with an older person committing suicide, hanging themselves, but it's more common in uh, homicide by strangulation. So the hyoid bone, I think, is what they said that was broken in his neck the way it was uh, is far more common in homicide by strangulation so do with it what you will again how do we look at this as christians we wait again we may never know we may never have any idea exactly what happened in that jail that night that wound up with jeffrey epstein dead in his cell we may never know but as Christians, we really, we don't, we don't speculate. That's why I'm not willing to say that it was any one particular person. But I am willing to look at the evidence and go, this is fishy. This is way too fishy to be just that. With the people that, that he had, uh, whether he had files about or what, I don't know. But... Sorry. Um, yeah, with the, the, the people that he interacted with and the people that, that of influence that may have been compromised by the, the evidence that could come from this investigation, there's any number of people who could have had him killed. So at this point, we just sit and we wait. We watch and we, you know, again, we we make sure we continue to, to look at this. This needs to stay in the news. This absolutely needs to stay in the news cycle, not let it get swept away because there are far reaching uh, circumstances that could come and consequences for very influential people that uh, 
if any of them are guilty of, you know, interactions with young girls, uh, sex slaves, whatever it was that, that he had, underage girls on this island or whatever, all of those people need to be exposed and prosecuted to the full extent of the law, up to and including the death penalty. So I hope that, that this doesn't just fade away with the suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. I promise I will continue to share anything new that comes up in this. I will, because this is... Why? Well, I mean, it's obvious why this means so much. This is a man who abused children. As someone who was abused as a child... This is important that, that the people who were involved in this get the justice that they are due. And whether that justice comes here or in eternity, we'll see. Whether those people repented or not. Again, I am willing to concede that, that many of the people that he interacted with could have heard the gospel of Jesus Christ, repented of their sin, put their faith in Christ... I think they should come out and confess and deal with societal circumstances. I think that's, I mean, I look at porn. I, I, I confess to my, my pastor. I confess to my wife. I confess to whoever I need to confess to. Um, anything like that. You know, if, if once you're saved, you need to be a person of confession I mean, the Bible makes it pretty clear that we confess our sins one to another. And and ultimately, I think somebody who, you know, Zacchaeus, who uh, Jesus, when he, he dealt with him, Zacchaeus said, I will pay back up to four times what I've taken from people. The dishonesty that I've done, I'm making it public and I will pay back. I think there's a, a, a principle for Christians who repent, put their faith in Christ. We don't just go, well, I got away with that one and Jesus paid for the penalty. No, that's that's not the attitude of a repentant Christian. We confess. And if that means we deal with secular or societal um, justice, if we have to deal with the local magistrate, then so be it. I think that should be something that happens. Um, but I'm also, that, that was a, a way tangent from what I was saying. I, I recognize the fact that there could be people who have abused children. This is an unpopular opinion. <laughs> there could be people who could have abused children who truly repented and put their faith in Christ that we will see in heaven. But every one of those people should be willing to pay the societal. If, if, if you're repentant and you're not willing to put that out, I think there's a... There, can be a question in uh, the valid validity of your repentance. So, there we go. Norm's unpopular opinion and the latest updates and so on on Jeffrey Epstein. We will see what this investigation continues to unfold and I will bring it to you as often as necessary anytime something comes up. We will see how this all goes down and how it plays out. But there are going to be some influential people that go to jail. I'm pretty confident in that. Um, and we'll sit and we'll wait and we'll watch. So, 
another thing that was uh, trending on Twitter today, Patrick Swayze, apparently today would have been his 67th birthday. Um, not really a... a this ties into what I'm going to talk about next and, and the the whole gist of this this episode. Um, I, hashtag I am Patrick Swayze is trending. Um, even right now, the, the documentary, I guess, came out today because it was his birth, would have been his birthday. Um, so as people watched it and, and so on, the hashtag I am Patrick Swayze has been going on for a few hours now, if not more, but, um, Patrick Swayze is one of my favorite actors. Probably next to Sean Astin is my favorite actor. Um, Sean Astin gets the number one spot just because we're related. Um, even though he doesn't know it and we've never met. He's my cousin. Uh, distant. Fourth. Something like that. My grandma. His dad. Uh, cousins. Um, so uh, Sean Astin gets that uh, that number one spot for me because we're related um we could meet someday never know sean watching this we're we're related break it down we'll talk to my aunt mary she knows all that genealogy stuff she can give you the exacts but patrick swayze i mean i have not i don't think there's a movie of his that i haven't seen i i go back with patrick swayze to him uh being sick with leukemia in uh mash 4077 you know way back um I don't know if that was his first uh, acting role or what, but that's where I first remember seeing Patrick Swayze on the uh, the episode where he had leukemia, and I only remember that because at the time in the school where I was, I want to say I was probably in elementary school, maybe junior high when I saw it. It was probably saw it as a rerun, um, not in its original run, um, but it's possible. But I had a friend who had... Uh, leukemia and so it stuck with me so that was my first experience with Patrick Swayze Um, one of the greatest actors but again we looking at what's happening on Twitter and what's going on with him especially this hashtag I am Patrick Swayze um, we as a society have gotten so um, obsessed with celebrity uh, and we, I mean, people just, and we're going to talk about it, but the, the, the next story that I'm going to talk about that is tw- trending on Twitter, but it has to do with it. It's a, the definition. And obviously I'm getting pretty old because I thought I knew, I thought I stayed up with the, the, the young kid lingo, you know, the hip stuff, uh, hip things that, that the kids say nowadays, but Apparently, there are people who would be stands of Patrick Swayze. Um, Stan stemming from uh, Eminem's song back in, was it 1990, 90, somewhere, somewhere, not 90, I, 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 Eminem wasn't out while I was in high school, um, 92, 93, somewhere after, uh, somewhere in the 90s. Eminem did the song about Stan being a, a a crazed fan who I believe Stan ended up dead. But so these super uh, obsessed fans, Stans, 
and but people are like, I am Patrick Swayze, his stands or whatever. Um, we've we've really become obsessed with celebrity, and even you know more so with when it comes up to holidays and anniversaries and all these different things. Um, we we put these people on on such pedestals, and just reading the things. I mean, people who are, I am in tears. I am, uh, you know, just broken I like Patrick Swayze I don't know there's been maybe one or two celebrities that have passed that have caused me like immense emotional distress I mean it's always sad when somebody passes away especially as a Christian when we go I don't know where they stood with God I don't know where the state of their soul is we should always feel a, you know, unless we absolutely know the person is saved, unless there's somehow that we know um, showed fruit in keeping with repentance, the uh, somehow that we've seen the conversion and, and watched them grow to where we can go. I mean, there are few people that I know that I can go. I'm confident in that person's salvation. Again, it, it comes down to that person and God. But it's so it's always a sad thing, but it's never been like a devastatingly sad thing. I don't know that I have ever shed tears in the way um, some people do when a celebrity dies because I recognize there's a, a disconnect. I mean, even I'm, I probably, when and the time comes that Sean Astin passes on, John Astin, um, I did, I think I, I probably wept a little bit when Patty Duke Aston uh, died again because there is whether we whether it was a connection or not whether I met them or not there is a relationship that last name Aston is my grandmother's maiden name and so there's a connection there and I know that there is a relationship there whether it's it's known or not so you know, John Aston getting up there in the years when, when he goes, I will probably, but again, not devastated to the, if the, to the length of like, if someone in my home were to pass away, right. Or someone in my fa immediate family were to pass away. Those are moments. I mean, I think about the closest I can come to that is when my dad passed. Um, and all really when my niece um, my great niece died. Um, I mean, that was devastating to me. And to to and again, I, I, we need to to have that balance. If if we are being devastated by the death, or even the, I mean, he's it's been ten years at least since since Patrick Swayze passed. And to to see the reaction that people are having on Twitter, I mean, I, great movies, The Outsiders and um, Ghost and Next of Kin and Roadhouse and you name it, uh, Still Dawn. I mean, Red or Still Dawn, not Still Red Dawn, Steel something. There was a, a some movie with Steel in the title that I can't remember. Um, but so all of these movies that were great and I connected with and, and emotionally uh, reacted to the movies, this is somebody that I did not know. 
And it, it's just weird to see the reaction that people have on Twitter and Facebook and so on, on social media in connection with this. And there is a, a, a far too elevated status that we give these people that would cause us to have such a, a devastating reaction to their death. I mean, be sad. I mean, it's it's nothing wrong with, with being sad. I mean, I'm sad when celebrities die. I've talked about it over the last... I mean, there have been episodes where I talked about when John Singleton died. I was sad. And, uh, you know, and, and other people who passed away around the same time. And I don't even... Here, again, I don't even remember this, the people that I recognized and gave props to in a video um, when they passed. Uh recently within the last four months i remember john singleton but there was someone else that i don't remember um so again being sad and 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 praying that they knew god before they passed that that is something that as christians we should do but we should never be devastated by the passing of celebrities that we didn't know or weren't connected with or something to that effect because again what it does is we've given I mean, it, it, it borders on idolatry status if that's the reaction that we have. And you can say I'm wrong. Again, I've got no scriptural basis for saying you shouldn't be devastated by the, the death of your favorite celebrity. But it just doesn't seem to coincide with, with Christian thought and Christian worldview um, to be that devastated. So, and, and it was just weird because some of the, the comments, I mean, people who were talking about that they were just, you know, broken and in tears. I'm like, I mean, he's been gone for 10 years um, and you probably didn't know him. I mean, he wasn't your cousin, brother, next door neighbor, boyfriend, but that's the, the status that we give some of these people in um, celebrity status. Now, again, it's different if they're people that you're connected with. I mean, I, there's any number of, of Christian hip-hop artists that I've never actually met face-to-face, um, but I've connected with through social media, have become friends with. You know, people like Kurt Kennedy, uh, Omri, who I have met um, face-to-face, took a selfie with him, had lunch with him. Uh, Ivy, um, you know, result all these guys, you know, there's, and, and again, the difference between Ivy Connerly and, say, Shine Lynn, you know, I think I've had two interactions with Shine Lynn through Patreon where I've said something and he's commented back. He gave me permission to use uh, one of his, uh, the one of the songs um, on my Fifth Seal podcast. So that is the extent of the, the interaction that Shine Lynn and I have had. Um, far greater interaction that I've had with Ivy uh, Connerly. And so if you take those two and, and not wishing anything bad on either one of them, um, if either one of them were to pass, I would be far less affected. I would be sad um, losing a, a great artist. But again, with these guys, I would be like overjoyed that they're now in the presence of, of the Lord but I would be far less affected by Shylin's death than I would be by Ivy Connerly. Um, and then take that to any unknown person that I have interacted with as, as a 
whether they've been a church member or just a friend or anything like that, there's a difference. And I, 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 that's, I, I think, where I'm trying to go with this is we need to, to find the balance in the uh, adoration we give to celebrity um, as opposed to the, um, I don't want to say adoration or ad- admiration, um, the affection that we give towards our neighbor. I mean, literally, there are people right now that are far more devastated by the death of a man that they never met, but they only watched on a big screen. They're far more affected and, and emotionally distraught by his death than they would be by somebody who maybe lived next door or two houses down that they probably said hi to once or twice a week, but never really knew. And maybe that's what I'm trying to say is we need to get more in touch with the people around us physically. Um, And again, we live in a society of social media where I have a number of friends that I've never physically face to face had a conversation with that I consider good friends. Um, we live in that society now, but so often we don't even know the names of our neighbors. And so maybe that's where I'm trying to go with this. But this also, as I, this was a, a better <laughs> obsession situation hashtag than the next one, which is what I'm going to talk about. And it's going to tie into a couple other things that have happened in, in, uh, current events, but Apparently, there is a war between the stands of uh, Ted Bundy and uh, Charles Manson on Twitter. And I pulled up Twitter probably three hours ago, four hours ago, and I noticed that Ted Bundy was trending. And I'm like, okay, I know that there was a, the, whether it was a documentary or, or dramatization with Zac Efron playing him. And so... I know that, and I don't know when it came out or if it just came out or what, but um, Ted Bundy is is trending, so probably shouldn't have, but I clicked on it to see what this was all about. I live in Utah. Utah and Colorado, where I've lived, were massively affected by the... uh, the reign of terror that that Ted Bundy uh, went through. And I mean, I was very... I I was very young. I think it was, I mean, I was probably no older than six, but I do vaguely remember um, stories, news stories about, one, the women who were killed, um, and then when he was captured and and convicted. um, And then, of course, I did an article on him, uh, or essay on him in in high school, I don't even remember what the context was, but it was in James Dobson's um, interview with him and his apparent, and again, I say apparent because I don't know, I can't, this is somebody that I could would go, if I see him in heaven because he repented and put his faith in Christ, awesome. I never was able to see anything because I don't know how long before his death. So there's nothing that I can go 
that guy was definitely saved. But there's nothing that I can go to say, well, I don't know that he was. He made a profession. James Dobson wrote a, a lengthy article with many interviews with him. Um, but then again, James Dobson recently said that Paula White led Donald Trump to the Lord. And so, okay, a little questionable in all of that stuff. So, but. So as I'm looking at this, there are people who were trying to figure out who... Apparently there's a battle going on of who is the better serial killer. I'm like, are you kidding me? That this is actually a thing, that there are stands, um, obsessed fans of serial killers. Charles Man... And again, both of these men are dead and have been for, for years. Uh, Bundy for well over 20 years. Um, Manson just, I think over two or three. Um, so, but the fact that there are people and this is, this is, this is what I want to talk about and tie into the whole issue of total depravity. The fact that there are people who are committed fans, obsessed fans, even of these two men. And who knows however many other serial killers that there are people that are fans of. This is a thing in our society. And this is this is bothersome. And I think ultimately, I mean, we're people are trying to find out why there are mass shootings and they're trying to blame Trump and the left and this reason and that reason and video games and blah 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 and this and that. Look at the fact that there are people who are fans of serial killers. That has nothing to do with video games or music or anything else. It has to do with the depraved heart of man. That we would literally, that there would be people who would look at these two guys and say, I'm a fan of these guys. And then they would go to battle on social media to try to determine Whose favorite serial killer was the better serial killer? And we wonder why we have mass shootings. We wonder why there are people that are going out and stabbing people to death. We want, I mean, this again, this is comes down to the fact that, that people are inherently sinful. And that is truth. Again, let Norm express his unpopular opinion. That total depravity exists. People are evil. We are by nature sinners and we lean towards that darkness. Always, constantly, until we are, uh, till God grants us the gift of repentance and regenerates us, we are in that place and we are ugly and we are dark and we are, we are reprobate minds in a, in a situation where people who would, would be fans of serial killers. And I think what it, and, and again, I'm, I'm going to lay this, you know, I, I can't blame video games or anything else. What I can is I can look at, and, and here's where, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong in, in this, I don't know. But this is where I look at it and I go, this is, is what I see. The fact that we are teaching our children in schools that we are nothing more than evolved animals. We are no different than the lion in the Serengeti or the 
grizzly bear in Wyoming or, you know, you name it, the polar bear in Antarctica or wherever polar bears hang out, um, the king cobra snake in India, the, the black mamba snake in, in Australia, these, these, uh, carnivorous killing machines that are animals and we are teaching our children in school that we are nothing more than an evolved state of them and then we expect those children not to act like animals we are no longer expressing the fact that we are specially created by God in the image of God that we are image bearers of God that we as people are different than animals we are given dominion over them by god because we are created in his image we've taken that completely out of schools we've replaced it with you're nothing more than a a, a highly evolved lion predator and, and and ultimately that we're at the top of the food chain and then we expect those kids to not go out and act like it because we're not giving them i mean not societal uh, by societal means we're not giving them truth you know there are plenty of churches that are out there trying to do their best to share the gospel to preach the good news to to give the truth to these people who need to hear that they are more than just evolved animals and that they are are truly imago Dei. they are are beings created special creations of God created in the image of God to be given dominion over the earth and the animals and separate and different and set apart. You know, that, that set apartness uh, that God gave initially to all human beings. They were set apart from the animals and then God set apart his people Israel. And now God sets apart those people who he grants a gift of repentance and faith. And those are set apart as the, as the church, the called out ones, the ecclesia. Ecclesia, yeah, there we go. It's late at night and I can't pronounce words late at night. The Ecclesia, we are the called out ones. And we have to, we have to carry that message back to anyone who will hear it. And again, those, that message is the solution to our mass shootings. That message is the solution to serial killers. That message is the solution to pedophiles like Jeffrey Epstein. That message of the gospel that we are imago Dei, that we are specially created in the image of God, and we are not just animals to be used and abused and murdered by the survival, by the by the the top of the the food chain, the the fittest, the survival of the fittest. This is not a valid message. We are God's creatures. We are created specially in His image, with the intent of being saved i mean now again i'm i'm a calvinist so i believe in election and so god saves those that he's going to save but i, I know that the word says that he doesn't desire that any should perish but understanding that some will but god chooses and god draws those to himself and the means that he uses to do that is uh, christians sharing the gospel christians evangelizing christians telling people about christ and and their faith that is the solution to mass murder and 
pedophiles and and serial killers and fans of serial killers. These people need to hear the gospel. I mean, I, I, I remember being so offended. I had written a poem one time that was pretty, eh, you know, questionable, whatever it was. But I remember being so offended by a nurse that I worked with that I had let read this poem. And she read this poem and she looked at me and said, you need Jesus. And I was so offended. And now I look back and I go, I so needed Jesus. And praise God that he sent people to share that good news with me. To preach that gospel so that I could hear it. So when the time came when God saw fit to, to regenerate me, to grant me the gift of repentance, to give me the faith to put into Christ, that I was saved. And so that's what we need to do. As always, Christian, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week. Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.